It's time now for North Star Sports, your source for the hottest sports takes in the business. Here's your host, Owen Ely. All right, Reagan, we've we've finally arrived here at the best part of the show, which is hard to believe because, you know, the entire show is just, you know, elite, elite segment after elite segment. Absolutely. But we are at the playoff prediction portion of the uh, equation here. Um, so I suppose we'll start with the NFC. So obviously the Packers got the number one seed. They got the bye. They do not play uh, in the wild card. Um, and I got to say, I said this before the show, I love, I think they should keep this this format. I, I actually kind of love it, putting the extra team in there and making the bye uh, a more valuable thing. I think it just makes for better TV and, and uh, you know, a, a better uh, postseason. Um, yep, I think so too. But we'll, we'll start here, <clears throat> excuse me, we'll start here with the number two seed New Orleans Saints hosting the Chicago Bears, uh, and we'll, we'll go through, we'll get uh, record predictions, and fuck it, if you want to throw in a score, uh, that'd be awesome. I guess I'm not requiring it, but uh, let's start here with uh, the Saints and the Bears. What do you think happens? Uh, so for this game, I got to go, I, I have to go Saints, and I know we talked about Paper Tigers earlier, and you know, it's, I, I don't think they're going to make it super far in the playoffs, but if you want to talk about paper tigers, let's talk about Chicago sneaking into the plan. I mean, sneaking into the playoffs, like basically stealing a slot. And I mean, just that offense is a dumpster fire. If, if they don't have Montgomery, which he kind of got banged up in that green Bay game. So you never know what could happen. And that offense is hideous. It's horrific. I don't have any faith in Mitch Trubisky. Not that I have a ton of faith in Drew Brees. Cause I think he's kind of getting cooked and he's older or whatever, but man, I trust Drew Brees a hell of a lot more than I trust Mitch Trubisky. I don't know that Matt Nagy's that good of a coach. That defense isn't what it used to be. I, I'm out on Chicago, so I'll take New Orleans. I'm, I would say something like, I think it would be something like maybe 20, 28 to 17, New Orleans. All right, duly noted. Um, I'm obviously picking the Saints. <laughs> I mean, for everything you just said, the Bears limped. I mean, they have two broken legs. They need to be put down, and 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 you know, <laughs> the the Saints are going to be the one to put him down. Now, the interesting thing here is we don't know that Alvin Kamara is going to play. So I think this game actually, like, I think Alvin Kamara is literally the only reason I would pick the Saints. I, I would. It's like fifty-one percent. I'd pick the Saints if Kamara wasn't playing. Like, can you imagine? That's going to be by far the worst wild card game if if Kamara doesn't play because I think. Agreed. Not that Camaro would run all over the the Bears because I mean they they have some pieces on defense obviously but man that becomes a real gross game but I'm gonna say so I'm gonna go under the assumption that Camara doesn't play and I'm gonna go God like twenty one seventeen like it's just a gross disgusting low scoring yep. game where the the Saints barely get barely get past them yeah I feel that uh. So then they would move on. So that would, so that would basically mean it would be Bears Packers after that because they'd be the lowest remaining seed. Or, or no, I. Oh, what am I thinking? So Saints would move on, and then okay. Yep. So then so you want to we'll, go, go Seahawks Rams next? Yep. Yep. Let's go Seahawks and Rams. Obviously, the Seahawks would be hosting uh, that one. Um, yep. Who who do you have one in this? I don't know if it's a hot take. I'm taking Rams in this. I'm taking Rams in this because I have, dude. Seattle has struck. They were down 16 to six. They had kicked two field goals through like the first, whatever, 55 minutes of the game against San Francisco yesterday, dude. Their offense 
has not been good for like five weeks. Their defense, I know the numbers, everyone's saying, well, the numbers in the last five weeks, they've been better. Look at who they've played. It's been dumpster fire team after dumpster fire team. I I think Seattle's worse now than they were 10 weeks ago. I think that Rams defense, the Seahawks offensive line isn't that good. You look at the Rams defensive line and what Aaron Donald is going to do, that defense, you know, you look at Jalen Ramsey, man, I, I think the Rams go into Seattle and I think they win that game. I don't think it'd be a high scoring affair. I'd say maybe like 20 to 14 or something like that. Interesting. Uh, props I'm to out you. Yeah. You, you almost, you almost sold me on the Rams, but then I remembered that the Seahawks Fair have enough. Russ and yeah. I just, I just can't, man. I don't, even if Goff plays, I mean, you want Goff to play because I, I don't yep. think Walford, I don't think you want him starting a fucking playoff I think, game. I think, I think Goff will play. Yeah. But he's getting, he's going to be banged up. Um, and I, I don't think he's that good anyway. That is true. That offensive line is going to get worked. But there, Russ just has that X factor, man. I mean, you as a Packers fan know that better than anyone. I mean, he yep. could, and I think he will have a bad day through, through uh, three quarters. Like it's not, but but when it comes crunch time, I I think he's gonna he's gonna put in the work on that Seahawks defense. He's gonna throw it to uh, decaffeinated Metcalf, and uh, you know I, I like Chris Carson as a, as a running back. And I agree the the defense is way overrated. I don't care what the stats say, but Adams is a good player. Uh, whatever the Griffin brother, I forget because they have the exact same name. Yep. But the, the cornerback, Shakim, yeah, yeah, he he's good. So, you know, I don't think the Rams are going to be able to pass the ball. I mean, I actually do like the Rams running game a lot. I don't know if Akers is going to play because uh, I think he tested positive for COVID in week 17, but I'm assuming he'll probably, uh, you know, pass it. And I, I like Daryl Henderson as well. And I like uh, that. Uh, is it Malcolm Brown or whatever? I, yep. I really, I like the, the Rams running game. They have like three different packs that they put in in different situations, but I just, I can't pick against Russ because I just yeah. don't think the Rams are, are, are that good. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it is a low scoring game. I'm gonna go twenty-three to sixteen. Dude, I'm tell I'm telling you, the Rams are gonna win this game. Seattle's not been good the last several weeks. If if Seattle does what they did against San Francisco literally yesterday, they will be down a hell of a lot more than ten points. The Seattle defense is not that good. The rushing attack and the offensive scheming for for the the LA Rams. I have faith in Sean McVay. I know we're not asking Goff for 400 yards and four touchdowns. We're we're like, can you get us to 210 and and a touchdown or two, and we'll let the running game do the rest. I so I what the, so what you're saying is that we want we want Goff to be more like uh, a Skywalker, not solo. Hundred percent. Goff is a Skywalker, not a solo. Genius. <laughs> oh my uh, god! All the yeah, nobody gets that reference other, no, than, other than us. No. Well, at least we didn't pick the Vikings to win fourteen games. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! And then once they go zero and five, we pick them to go like one and fifteen because we overreact yeah. the other way. Yeah, extremely one, incorrectly. One of, once they go one and five, uh, it, the prediction changes to three and thirteen. <laughs> oh man, was dead wrong on both of them on both ends. I mean, could not be more wrong. It's all those Corona hard seltzers. No, oh, man, they, they're not a sponsor here, homie. I'll, they'll never be a sponsor here. So, you, you know, <laughs> we can we, we can talk all, all we want about, uh, yeah, hard seltzers. Good God. Um, I would like to be employed at some point, so we'll, we'll, we'll pass that. Um, final game here during wildcard weekend is going to be uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 
going on the road to take on the Washington football team. Uh, I'm kind of indifferent on this game. So convince me uh, one way or the other. I'm going to go Buccaneers, which I know probably isn't the exciting pick, but I, I think they've got too many weapons. The defense has too much potential. And I know they, I know they haven't lived up to it in the last couple of weeks, but I, I just, I don't think what the defense for Washington is not the problem. It's the offense. I don't think they have enough firepower. Like if, if the Buccaneers even go up 14 points, the game is over. Like, I, I just don't, it's kind of the same argument we used earlier when talking about Tampa Bay, when they get behind, like if Washington was to go up to 10, 14 points, the game would be over as well. I just think Tampa has a better shot to get out early score quickly, you know, bust a long run, you know, if it's Jones or if, you know, you hit Mike Evans over the top or something happens like that. I think the Buccaneers have a better chance to strike first. And I feel like both of these teams are a play from a head team, um, especially with those defensive lines on each side. So I'm going to say Buccaneers. I, I, I don't, think it would be that high scoring i would go something like 24 to 17 in favor of tampa wow okay all right um yeah uh, my heart wants me to pick washington but i just know that's absolutely incorrect um i I think everything you said is so right these are these are two front running teams they are not built it it actually would be interesting so i'm full discretion i'm picking tampa but it would be very interesting to see washington take like a 10 nothing lead i think Um, so too i i think it's going to be I actually think it's going to be 27 to six because I just think that offense is so inept and that's actually a pretty good defense. You're not going to pass on them because Jamel Dean and, and some of those corners, Carlton Davis are actually pretty good. Uh, Devin white is going to feast on that defense and, and, and the defensive line is probably not as good as Washington's. I think that will give Tom Brady fits uh, and the run game is going to have no success against Washington. Um, but man, there's just too many passing weapons for, for Tampa Bay. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just think, man, <laughs> they're a great story. We talked about them, but this is the playoffs, man. This is not where seven and nine teams in, a, lo- in a bad division win yep. games. And I, th- and I, the reason I gave credit to what, not even necessarily Washington's offense for scoring 17 points in my prediction, it's more of the field position they'll get because of the dominating defensive line. We've seen, we've seen Tampa move backwards and backwards, you know, three sacks and out, and suddenly it's fourth and 28, and, 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 you know, the other team has the ball at, you know, the Tampa 40. So I feel like they could maybe force a turnover. You get a pit, you force a fumble or, you know, a strip sack or something like that. I think they'll get some cheap points because of their defense, and then maybe the offense scores seven or ten points. Okay, that's fair. And I want to be very clear. When I say 27 to 6, I know that sounds like a blowout. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think Tampa Bay just gets to an early lead and then they just kind of get a couple bullshit field goals throughout the rest of the game. I don't think it'll feel like a blowout. It'll feel like Washington is just struggling to start that dead cold engine on offense and Tampa Bay scores 27. I don't think it'll be a blowout, even though I suppose that's technically a blowout. All right, let's move on. You want to do first round for AFC next or do you want to finish off the... Nope. Yeah, we'll do we'll do first round uh, for AFC. Okay. Um, okay. So the Chiefs obviously got the bye. By far the best team in in the AFC, which seems to be a lot deeper than the NFC. So we'll start here with the number two seed Buffalo Bills. They'll be hosting a home playoff game, which I can only imagine how fun that's going to be for the city of Buffalo against the yep. seven seed Indianapolis Colts. So give me your prediction, sir. This right here. You know, people think, well, the Colts they had a decent year. Philip Rivers, you know, they got a, the run game's all right with Jonathan Taylor. The coaching staff's fine. The defense, whatever. I'm telling you right now, this will be a bloodbath. This will be an absolute blood in favor of the Bills. I think it's going to be something like 
35 to 17 in favor of the bills. I, I don't think Indianapolis can compete. I, they're definitely not a play from behind team. I think the bills are going to front run. I think they're going to get out early. And I think Josh Allen's going to do some special stuff. Diggs is going to have himself a game. I think the defense will be okay. And, uh, I, I really don't think it'll ever be close. Yeah, I, I agree. If you go position by position over these rosters, there is not a single position where Indy has the advantage. I, I really mean that. Some of the gaps are closer than others, but they – and, dude, they essentially played a playoff team last week who was trying to get into the playoffs in Miami. I understand it wasn't Fitz. It was Tua. But – they just blew them out. I think they beat them. I think they beat them 49 to 20. I think that, man, they just, they beat them early and they beat them often. And Indy just stumbles into 20 points because they're just going to be throwing the ball all day. Yeah. I cannot envision Phillip Rivers going into the cold up there in upstate New York and have, even having a chance at beating the Bills. I just don't see it. Couldn't agree more. All right. Now, here's an interesting one, Reagan Hooverman. We have the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, as the number three seed, they'll be hosting a home playoff game against the Cleveland Browns, who are the number six seed. Obviously, the Browns got a little hot towards the end of the season, and the yep. Steelers limped in at one and four. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in this one besides just general grossness? Dog pound, baby. I'm picking yeah. Cleveland. <laughs> I'm picking Cleveland. Yeah. I'm picking the Browns. The six seed's going to go up to Pittsburgh and pop, pop, throw some – haymakers man i think they're gonna i think they're gonna go up there they're gonna punch the steelers in their mouth i think big ben's i i don't think he can handle it that defensive line for the browns is gonna get after it stefanski i'm in on that guy i think baker plays okay the running game is where it's at i don't know what the score would be at i don't think it would be high scoring so i'm gonna go maybe browns i'm gonna say like I'm going to say like, I'm going to say 17, 14 Browns. Yeah. All right. This is where I thought we were going to be a little different, but I, oh man, Cleveland, believe land. You better believe believe they're going to go into Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and they're going to beat the Steelers. (laughs) They are paper tigers. They are paper shrimps. They're nothing. The Browns first time in the playoffs in 18 years, they got nothing to lose. They got Baker, who's on fucking the front of GQ. You know what I mean? They got they got the juice. Aggressive commercials. They got the juice. Yeah, they're going up against TikTok stars. You know, Corvette, Corvette boy. They're going they're going up against people who get into motorcycle accidents and other off the field stuff. I can't mention and, and you know social media influencers. I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna say the score. I say they beat them. 19 to 16 and I don't even know how that happens it's just going to be one of those games it's gonna where be there's, that a, there's a safety there's you know the the defense is winning the game you know they're gonna they're gonna shake field goals there's missed PATs oh there's is every a little bit of everything but at the end of the day when the dust settles the Cleveland Browns will win this one over the Steelers we're in lockstep so far hell yeah hell yeah um so let's uh Let's go to the, the next one here, the final AFC wildcard matchup. It's going to be the Baltimore Ravens going on the road to take on the Tennessee Titans. Who wins this one? I have the Titans in this one. I I, I know Lamar Jackson. I know he's dynamic, and I know that Baltimore defense is – they've got playmakers and whatever. But, man, I just – I think the formula is set up to win for, for Tennessee. They're going to control time of possession. They're going to win at the line of scrimmage. After that, they're going to play with a lead. I, I just, they're going to force Lamar to throw. His legs will be coming on factor. I just feel like 
I feel like Tennessee, you know, we saw it last year. I think Tennessee has the recipe to beat Baltimore, and I think they're going to do it again. And, and I, it might become a bit of a rivalry. These teams seeming to match up quite a bit. I'm going to say Titans. Eh, let's go. Let's go 24 to 17. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, dude, we are in complete lockstep here. I, I'm I'm picking Tennessee to win. I. Listen, I don't feel strongly that Tennessee's going to win. Like, they're not my fucking lock of the week here. But I agree. With that. I, I yep. think they beat Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore has regressed. They haven't been able to translate any. Dude, they had like 15 Pro Bowlers last year. How did that, how well did that work for them? I think uh, Lamar, his passing has gotten a lot worse. Obviously, he's still going to, you know, he's fine at running the ball. He's going to do his thing. He's going to have probably two touchdowns and an interception or whatever. But yeah, yeah. of course. But th- that team's not built to come from behind. Dude, we just saw. Derek 2K run for 250 yards. I don't think they can stop them, honestly. And they got a good defensive line. Their defense is, is you know, it's not anything to be taken lightly. It's a good defense. But, dude, it, the, all the focus will be on Derek Henry. And I think, actually, uh, Tannehill will have a pretty good game because there's going to be nine in the box. I mean, you're going to get man-to-man coverage. A.J. Brown's probably going to have a great Should game. Could have a game. Absolutely. Yeah. I, think, I think Tannehill, you know, I don't think he's going to, you know, dominate the game. But I, I, think, he, I think he'll finish with, like, you know, 280 yards, maybe a couple touchdowns just because they're trying to, you know, run commit with Derrick Henry. But yeah, I mean, and, and uh, the defense as well, the defense is not bad. And Mike Vrabel is a very coach. underrated coach. That guy 100%. is a defensive genius. I love him. He's, he's a dude. Excellent. Excellent at clock management. Fantastic. Yeah. Like the only coach in the league who understands like, clock management. Yeah. Like he's the antithesis to Mike Zimmer. Really Zimmer's getting killed on this podcast, but it's true, though. I mean, Vrabel's a fantastic head coach, and I think they just have that recipe to beat Baltimore. I think they're going to do it again because Tennessee, I don't think they're necessarily worse than last year. Baltimore is clearly worse than they were last year, and and we know what happened in the playoffs last season. So I got Titans again. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say like 21 to 17. I, I think the pace of the game is going to be rather slow, you know, just yep. – almost entirely from the Titans because they're just, dude, it's just going to be run after run. It wouldn't shock me if Derrick Henry got like, I don't know, 32 carries. Agreed. All right. Uh, Where do you want to go? Do you want to keep moving with the AFC or do you want to bounce back to NFC? Let's bounce back to the NFC. So, all right, now I got to, I got to figure this out. So So it would be, it would be, it would be Tampa Bay taking on the Packers. It would, uh, yes. So it'd be, it'd be pack. Well, for you, for, uh, wait, you picked Seattle, right? I did. Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're right. The, you're right. For me, it would be, it would be Rams Packers. Okay. So for you in your delusional universe, it's going to be the Rams and the Packers. So let's, let's go with that one. All right. So I, I'm, I, I'm taking green Bay because cheesehead baby, but <laughs> I, I, I do think the Packers are a better team than the Rams. This is not a team that I would like to see because that defensive line, I mean, Aaron Donald, my God, especially with Bakhtiari. The only thing that would give me faith is we have a really good center. Lindsley's been fantastic. He's one of the three best centers in the game. And Elton Jenkins is a pro bowler. He's probably going to be an all pro at some point. I mean, he's a fantastic. So the interior I'm okay with, um, but you know, even if the interior is okay, Double teaming Aaron Donald, which you're going to have to do. It's going to free up guys one-on-one on the edge. Billy Turner is now playing left tackle because of the Bakhtiari injury. So I just think there's ways for them to get after it. But I know the Packers will score. I don't see any – even if they play the Rams and they're good defense, I don't see any way they score less than 24 points, probably more like 28. And 
there's no way the Rams can score that much. I, I, Goff is not the answer. The running game, as soon as the Packers go up a couple scores, the running game becomes non-existent because you're going to have to, you're going to be forced to pass. That gives our pass rushers a chance to get after it. Jair is going to put guys on an island. I'm taking Green Bay in this one. I'd say something like 28 to 17. All right. Yeah, I I I, I could buy it. I'm not going to expound expound on it too much because that's that's your pick, and I, I agree yep. entirely. Uh, we'll go to my pick here. So mine would be Tampa Bay coming to Lambeau. And and this is just one team that's armed with a, a fucking forty four Magnum and another team that's armed with a squirt gun. It, it, it's going to be domination. And you talk about there's there's a handful of teams. So like Buffalo, Kansas City, Green Bay that could just put up three touchdowns in, in you know, six minutes. So yep. even if Tampa Bay gets off to a lead early, that is not a lead that – I mean – Theoretically, they could hold on to that lead, but you know that's not a safe lead. I mean, you know, two possess—you could be up two possessions, you know, midway through the third quarter. I still wouldn't feel good about the chances for Tampa Bay. I just think, you know, we we talk about Drew Brees being cooked. I don't think Brady's at that level. I still think he's a good quarterback, but he's cooked by Brady standards. Like he is not the Tom Brady of of three years ago. I just don't see how they win. Honestly, and and this sounds so naive. You know what I mean? Because obviously there's a million different possibilities that could happen. And, you know, there's a lot of parity. But, like, unless Aaron Rodgers gets injured, I legitimately honestly don't understand how Tampa Bay could win this game. So I'm going to go – I'm going to go Green Bay 30, Tampa 17. I just don't really see it as a a very competitive game. Yeah, I – and the thing is, like, I completely agree with what you're saying. I just think that – Tom Brady, like the biggest recipe for are you going to win a football game is is turn. Did you win the turnover battle? Were you neutral in turnovers? Did you win it or did you lose it? And that's pretty much going to determine a lot of football games. Of course, there's going to be exceptions, but Tom Brady is going to give chances to turn the ball over. We've seen him sail throws. We've seen him be short. He's been off target. There's been games where it's like, oh my god, Tom Brady couldn't hit anybody that game. And if he even makes let's say he makes two of those mistakes and one of them gets picked off. Like let's say you go Jair and you just say it a little bit or something, or, you know, Darno Savage jumps the route. The Packers offense is so good that it's likely going to turn into seven points. It's not, we're not usually going to stall out, go three and out and have to punt it right back. I just feel, I just feel like there's such a small margin of error for Tampa in that game, especially going up to green Bay. I, it's, I don't see them winning. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, okay, so then in your scenario, and p- please correct me if I'm wrong, but this would be – oh, man, what would this be? This would be Tampa it, Bay it would, going at be, the Saints? Yes. Yes, it would be It would be Buccaneers at the Saints. Well, that would be a hell of a game. That would be fun to watch. Oh, man. I think it would be a turnover. I think it would be turnover central. I think they'd be trading interceptions. Man, in that scenario, I – I guess I. Well, it kind of depends on Alvin Kamara. You'd have to assume he's back by then, but man, this is so tough. I I just feel like I could see scenarios in which both teams win that game. Yeah, like the Saints could get up early, and then Tampa Bay has yeah, no shot of coming I, back. Or I, I guess okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Saints, and I would pick them in a very close game. They have a, they have a good defense, just like Tampa. They have a decent offense, just like Tampa. But I give Sean Payton the edge in coaching way more than I give Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians and Tom Brady 
Like they have two completely different philosophies on how to play offense. And I think at some point that's going to be exposed. So I would take Saints in a close game, maybe something like 27 to 24. Yeah, I agree. That would that might be the toughest game to pick all year because it's like, dude, there's so many different both teams are capable of both teams are capable of collapsing, which makes it so hard. <laughs> you know, you know what you call Tampa Bay at New Orleans? You call that the dream scenario for the Packers. Cause uh, oh, man, you're just, you're just looking at that game. Like, dude, I don't care. I just want, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. either, either, either is going to be an easy dub. Um, so that would, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what would it be for you then? So mine would be the Seahawks at the saints. And uh, you're going to love this one. Cause I'm, I'm going Seattle over the saints. Uh, I just, I just, you know, like like we just said, you know, New Orleans, I don't think they're that good of a playoff team. They're a good regular season team. I don't trust Drew Brees. Camaro's going to be tough. That He will – he was going to – win or loss, he's, he's going to have his. Last. Yeah. Yep. But I just give – you know, I don't think – I don't think the gap between the Saints defense and the Seahawks defense is as big as people might think. It's, it's still a gap, and it's still in favor of the Seahawks. But just – offensively, hey, Russ can pass the ball, and he can pass the ball down the field. Those are two things that that Breeze can't do. Uh, I, I like I like Chris Carson. I mean, wh- what is your answer for, for DK Metcalf? Because you have Marshawn Lattimore, who's a very good corner, but, like, are you going to go one-on-one? I don't know if you truly want to neutralize him. I think he's going to, you know, take a double coverage. And I've, I'm yeah. honestly – you know, I like – Kind of like the Packers, how they get the most out of their, you know, number seven and number eight wide receivers and turn them into, you know, three, four, and fives. Like, uh, what is it? Um, Chris Moore, uh, the receiver there. Like, they, you know, they, yeah. they, they pass the ball around. Like, they, they, they have some of those guys you've never heard of who, uh, Freddie Swain, you know, the, it, you can't leave those guys open either because the, the pass is going to be completed. So, uh, I think Seattle is going to win this one. Uh, I'm gonna go 27-24. That's that. So in your scenario, that sets up an absolutely nightmare situation. <laughs> Seattle and Green Bay NFC Championship. Yes. How did the last one go? Was, did that ever happen before? Oh God, I've never watched that full game back. It does, literally does the name Brandon Bostic mean anything to you? It literally hurts too much. That was a soup. We were winning the Super Bowl that year, and no one will tell me otherwise. Okay, so so and I, I don't want to. Sp- I don't want to spoil this, just but just very quickly talking about this. Okay, so you you see, like, I still think the Packers are a lot better than the Seahawks. Okay, but you you see, like, the Seahawks win this game and it's going to the NFC Championship game. You know that the Packers are a better team, but but what are you feeling? Because you just know that if Juju's a real thing, that that does not bode well for the Packers. I'm a hundred percent sick if that happens. I never want to see Seattle in the playoffs. It's it's just. At, at this point, it's nothing rational. We beat them last time. I feel like we're way better than we were last year, and we still beat them last year. We had we had archaic Jimmy Graham catching game-sealing passes over the middle. Like, we are so much better than, than last year. And I we just match up pretty well with them. I feel like we, you know, I'm comfortable with Jair on DK Metcalf. Like, Jair is one of the two best corners in the entire league. Obviously, DK is going to get his, but I feel comfortable with that. But, man, there's no reason that they should ever beat us in that game. Seattle's been bad for, like, five weeks. But I would – it's the last team I'd want to see, and for no other reason than the history. Yeah, you literally any other NFC team you would rather see. 
Literally, yes. All 100%. right. So uh, let's go over the wild card, or excuse me, the, the divisional round here for the AFC. So we were in lockstep. So that means that the Browns are going to go to Arrowhead and take on Kansas City, and Tennessee will be on the road at Buffalo. So let's start with that first one, Cleveland at Kansas City. What do you think happens in this one? Chiefs in a bloodbath. I, like, I like, I like Cleveland, but man, they're not, they would not compete with the Chiefs. I think it would, I actually think it would get ugly pretty quickly. I would, I'd say something like maybe, maybe 35 to 17 in favor of Kansas City. I just, there's nobody that's going to, at least not out of that matchup that would compete. And, and I, I don't think it would even be that competitive. So I'd go Kansas City. 35-17. Yeah, I, I got to agree with you. I, I I will be rooting for Cleveland in this game. Uh, I would too. I genuinely I, would. Be. Yeah, oh, I, I so I want them to win, but I agree, man. I just don't think it's going to be close. I mean, how can you keep up with – you can't keep up with them, man. And, and You know what I mean? And, and Cleveland's style is going to be – if they get down, they are fucked because their style is just pounding the rock with Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt. And, you know, I, I think they can keep up with a lot of teams, but – Oh man, not the top end of the AFC. I think it's going to be even crazier. I think 42 to 16. So I think they get like three field goals because their drives will stall out. Because the KC defense is actually, you know, it's not bad. Legereus Sneed for a rookie, a fourth round rookie, is actually a really good uh, cornerback. And I just, man, I I don't see a path to victory, to, if I'm being honest, uh, in this game for the Browns. So I'll definitely go Kansas City. The, and one one quick thing, the Kansas City defense is decent between the twenties, but inside the twenty, they're terrible. They they're like bottom five in the in the entire league for red zone defense. They they give up touchdowns on like I think it was almost eighty percent of possessions inside the twenty. So if the Browns can find a way to get down inside the twenty, you know, fifteen, ten yard line, they have a good shot to punch it in. But the problem is getting there. That's going to be such an uphill battle. I think the more interesting question with this game would be. If at halftime, if we could start the game at halftime and the Browns were up 24 to nothing, who would you pick? I love games like this. What, what would the I'd pick still pick, I'd pick I'd, I'd still pick the Chiefs, even if at halftime we started the game at halftime and they were down 24 to nothing. I, w- I would actually take Cleveland. I know I know through the playoffs last year, I know what happened. I watched those games. I watched the Texans. What Just because the they can drain the clock with, with Chubb? What is, that's the thing. I feel like Cleveland will have success on the ground against Kansas City. And even if they give up a touchdown on every last one of their possessions the second half, Kansas City might only get the ball three times. Oh, you know, like, I just I, I just I feel like Cleveland has the recipe if they get up and like like you said, they would have to be up a significant amount. I at least three touchdowns. So twenty one points or more. I feel like I'd take Cleveland then. But man, if it's even if it's seventeen, I would not feel comfortable. You know, it's just they're, the, the Chiefs are too explosive. 100%. All right. I feel like we're going to be in lockstep again with uh, this one. So we'll have Tennessee at Buffalo. Is there is there any chance that Tennessee can win this game? I, I feel like there is a chance. If I was going percentage, I would say maybe 20% of the time they win. You do, like, you know, you run the game five times. I think they win one time. Maybe they could win too, but I think it's more like, you know, maybe, maybe 20% of the time, but I just feel like they have, I think they match up good against some of these teams. 
especially with the Bills, I think the Titans, if you can keep Josh Allen off the field, you know, you can wear down that defense. Maybe you get a lead. You know, obviously Buffalo is going to be explosive, but Tennessee could win this game. I'm not going to pick them. I think it's going to be Bills. I would say Bills will get theirs. I'm going to say maybe – I'm going to say 24 to 14 Bills. Okay. All right. I think this game wants to be a shootout. I think it does because I think Buffalo is going to score quick, but I think it's not going to be a shootout because Tennessee can't score quick. So I think Tennessee will absolutely murder. They will murder the time of possession, which is kind of a meaningless stat because I think they're going to lose this game. Um, I, I do think they match up pretty nicely. I mean, you know, Vrabel's a defensive coach. I mean, but you're essentially playing Kansas City light. Uh, you know what yeah. I mean? They're, they're not quite there yep. yet, but they, man, they could put the points on you. Um, but I do think it'll be a ah, 10 points. I, I really like your score, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go 31 17. Um, but I, I think the game plays out a little closer than the score indicates. Maybe Buffalo scores late or something. I, I don't think, I don't think, yeah, I don't think Tennessee is going to get absolutely rocked in the mouth. Uh, throughout the game, but you know they're going to be they're they're going to get hit a couple of times. You know what I mean? It's not a flawless yep. performance, so yeah, Buffalo is going to win that one. All right, so then we would have you'd have what would it be? Well, who did you? So it's obviously the at the Packers. And yep, you, so it'd be okay. It would be Saints. It would be mine. Would be Saints at Packers. Yeah. Oh, gross. Okay. Yeah. So, what's what's your thoughts on uh, Saints and? And Packers? that will get ugly. I don't want to. I don't want to lie to you. I love how we were doing record predictions, and I was like, the Saints might not go far. And then I, now I have them in the NFC Championship. But I feel like just because of how the bracket worked out, especially with Chicago and how all that stuff worked, I think they kind of got a decent path. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I would say, I really don't. I I genuinely don't believe it would be a competitive game. I really don't. I think it would be. God, I think it might be like Packers. Packers 35 Saints like 21 maybe you know I I just I the the Saints offense is going to get theirs so I think they'll have a couple touchdowns against you know some of the weaknesses in the Packer defense specifically in the run game depending on how you know snacks plays but I don't I don't see the Packers offense being slowed down by the Saints I, I really don't and I, I think Drew Brees is going to give potential for turnovers there might be a pick maybe a strip sack or a fumble or whatever and the Packers will capitalize on that, so I see them winning this game easily. Yeah, that's just not even competitive. Uh, I would have the Packers winning for all the reasons uh, that you said. Um, so I have Seattle at Green Bay, the the I'll legendary, the legendary matchup. Um, man, I don't know. So I guess I'll start with the score first and kind of work my way back. So <laughs> you're, you're gonna love this score. I'm gonna have. Green Bay winning it 28 to 24. But so it looks like it's a close game, but I think, I think maybe Seattle gets down. Cause I could see the, the, the Packers getting off to a lead early and Russ is Russ is coming. Russ is cooking. I mean, he's, yeah. he's chugging his way back, but I just think this year the team's built different differently. I, I think, you know, the, the team, the team that Russ had back when they won, that was way better than the team that they currently have. And so I think they almost do it. They almost break Reagan Hooverman's little heart. But uh, man, this time fate, that would be so devastating. Fate, that would be so- 
Hey, I would be rooting for Seattle, and I, I hope they win, but I just think I think Green Bay is too much. I think the score will be close, but I think it's because, you know, Russ at the end of the game is just, you know, working his balls off to try to make a comeback. But, man, I just – I don't know, man. This this defense, uh, like we've been talking about, there are some blue-chip pieces on the defense, but it's a lot of – it's a lot of just – you never heard of the guy, but, you know, Chris Barnes, uh, you know, he's leading the defense. And, uh, yeah, I just – I don't know, man. I I want to I want to go with the Seahawks, but I just I I can't I can't do it. Yep. Fair. All right. So that would put Green Bay in the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. And, and then so let's bounce back. It would be Buffalo so have, at Kansas City. What a what a game this would be. I'm gonna do it. Don't I'm do gonna it. do it. Don't do it. Give me Buffalo, baby. Oh Bill's no. Bill's Mafia. Oh, Bill's no. Mafia is going to the chip <laughs> oh no I, I i really believe this okay so i might this might be at old takes exposed if they get to this point i really think the bills have the best chance of beating the chiefs i genuinely believe that the defense i would take the bills defense over the chiefs defense not that it's significantly better but i think it's a little better and obviously i'd take the chiefs offense over the bills offense but Mahomes over the last, what, five weeks? I think he's like eight touchdowns, five picks, which you can say whatever. He's in coast mode or, okay, then whatever. But, man, I that offense has not been what it was. Obviously, it's still dominant, and it's still dynamic, and it's probably the best in the league. But they're having a big break. They've, they're going to have basically two weeks off before their first playoff game. I feel like they might start with a little rust. I The Bills will be – hitting on all cylinders if when and if this game happens and man i i just want buffalo give me buffalo i think it would be old-fashioned shootout i mean shootout i'm gonna say like like 40 to 37 bills baby wow we um yeah, I, I really want the Bills to win. I mean, that's such an awesome story. Couldn't happen to a better franchise. You're just playing to your superior. That's a fun game. Oh, oh that God. would be – that would be that might be the game of the year, and I think it'll be a classic shootout as well. But uh, you're just playing to your superior. I mean, you're, you're trying to you're trying to win a shootout. And I agree. Yeah, Buffalo's defense is probably better than Kansas City. Um, but, man, like to win a shootout against – if they win a shootout against the Chiefs, uh, we'll get to it later, but I think you know how that would go if that happens. But obviously, I think it's not going to happen. I think it'll be a shootout, and yeah, eight touchdowns, five interceptions. You know, I don't think it's the end of the world for Patrick Mahomes, but that's you know that's a real thing. Uh, a couple of those, a couple of those interceptions were tips, um, but I just think, man, like when it matters the most. I mean, when is this guy like not really delivered? I mean, I, I just I can't see I, I can't see them winning a shootout. I, I think it'll be close. I think they'll they'll try very hard. I, I think this will be a matchup we'll see a lot in the future, and I think Buffalo will only get better because free agents want will want to play there, and their young guys are only going to get better. And it's scary to think if if Josh Allen even improves half as much as he did this year going into year four, ah, that might be the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. I mean, it's it's crazy. But I'm going to go Kansas City 49-48. I mean, I oh think it's I think it's real close. I think it's a a barn burner. It's a barn burner. But I just I, oh my god! Can I don't think they can do it. An AFC championship that would be. It'll. Oh, I think this will be a. Le- I think they, it'll be legendary. I think that would be. Man, that would be so much fun to watch. So that that 
that leaves us Green Bay versus Kansas City and Green Bay versus Buffalo. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I, I hate to be the guy who picks both one seeds because I think that's kind of, you know me, I love hot sports takes. But I, I just yep, feel I like, man, I just feel like this is the year, man, where like the one seeds are so much better, especially Green Bay. The gap between them and every other team is ridiculous. The gap between KC and Buffalo is probably smaller, but it still exists. But let's start with your example first. Let's go uh, Buffalo at Green Bay, and then I, I want record predictions for both from both of us, uh, just because it is the it's the, the the penultimate game of the year. So I would it, we're going Super Bowl, baby. It's Buffalo Green Bay meeting in Tampa Bay, and. You know who I have to go with. Yeah. I think I, I genuinely believe this is our last chance. I think this is the Packers' last chance with Aaron Rodgers to get a championship. I also think it's our best chance to win a championship since at least 2014. And we've been in a couple NFC championship games since then. 2016, we got the break speed off us by Atlanta. And then obviously last year, the uh, tough loss to um, – Basically, Walter Payton and the San Francisco 49ers, whoever's in the backfield. <laughs> yeah, the, guy who, the guy who was washing cars four months ago. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the guy who was flipping patties three months earlier. But I think I really believe this is the Packers' year. I think this is Aaron's last chance, and I think they're going to come through. So I'm going to say Packers. It's going to be a. It's going to be a old. It's going to be a Western movie. It's a shootout. I'm going to say 42-38 Green Bay. Mm, okay, and, well, and that and that's that's how our great dynasty of Aaron Rodgers ends. <laughs> so he rides off into the sunset. I I genuinely believe I wouldn't be. I know he said I want to play for a long. I want to play for a while. I want to play. If you want a championship, I wouldn't be surprised if you retired. That's a really hard. That's a really Peyton Manning didn't retire for like five months after he won because he still thought well we won it this year. Why couldn't we win it next year? That's such a tough thing to yeah, do. Aaron, I, I feel like Aaron's a smart guy and obviously Peyton Manning's a smart guy, but I think Peyton Manning might get ahead of himself. I think Aaron's more realistic. Like even after just go back to the press conference after yesterday's game, we're like, you know, he just secured the one seed. They're 13 and three for the second year in a row. He's probably on an emotional high and he gets asked about, you know, does this change your future in green Bay? And he was like, Nope, they still drafted my replacement. Wait, that wasn't verbatim, but that's essentially what he said. So I feel like he's got a pretty level head and, and he could see himself being like, you know what, this might be it. Okay. Yeah, I could, I could buy that. Um, so my version is uh, Kansas city at green Bay. And uh, I don't know, man, they're going to run into the same problem that uh, the bills did. I just think everything, well, not everything. I, I would give the defense to the Packers, but, I don't know, man. At the most important position, I know this is, is you know an MVP season, but it's a different animal in the playoffs, and it's not like Aaron Rodgers doesn't perform in the playoffs, but it's just I, I see this being a shootout. And again, I just Aaron Rodgers is so good. He is so good, but there's just things that even he can't do that that Patrick Mahomes can do, and that's that's there's only one person he could say that about. So it's it's really hard for me. Because you know my opinion that quarterbacking seventy five percent of the game, so it's really hard for yep. me in any individual match matchup to not pick the better quarterback, especially with teams that make it to the Super Bowl. Because it's like, well, there's not a there's not glaring weaknesses for teams that make it to the Super Bowl. These are very well rounded teams. I mean, 
the linebacking core for the pa- or um, uh, the Chiefs is, you know, I don't know. That's, that probably is the weakness of the team. But I don't know, man. I just can't pick against Patrick Mahomes. I have it uh, 31-28 in overtime because I think it'll be very close. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I just have the Chiefs, man. It's it's. I, I like Chandon Sullivan. I like Jair. Uh, you know, we, we spent a while talking about him. And, you know, and I, I mean what I say, but, man, it's Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Like, ugh, I don't like anybody against those guys. I wouldn't even like pro bowlers against those guys. It's yep. just – it's a whole nother animal. I'm, it, I'm not saying it's an impossibility that the Packers couldn't win. I think it's a real thing. I, I would say it's a 45% chance they, they would win it. So, you know, not exactly a coin flip, but pretty darn yep. close. Like, I think it's it, – I, I would not be shocked in the slightest if the Packers won – but, you know, gun to my head, I got to pick a team. I got to go with the Chiefs. And I feel like – I think people – not necess- and this is going to kind of be me giving credit to Kansas City, but also kind of taking away from them. I think people forget about the entire playoffs last year. Like, I feel like in people's memory, they think the Chiefs just coasted to the championship. They were down 10-plus points in every playoff game. And I know they won all those games. I know they won ch- – I get it. I totally understand. But the teams are different this year. And I feel like that's not something they'd get away with. If you go down 17 points against Buffalo, you're not winning. That is a team that is is capable of scoring quickly and scoring often. It's not like they're playing Tennessee again in the AFC Championship game. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there's teams this year that match up better with them. And especially if they go down, if Patrick Mahomes struggles for three quarters of the Super Bowl and they're playing Green Bay, they're not down 10 points to the 49ers they're down 24 points to the Packers at that point. So I just feel like they've gotten away a lot with starting slow. And I, for as great as Patrick Mahomes is, and as great as those weapons are, those deficits won't be 10 points and maybe 14 points like they were last year. It might be 28 points against Buffalo or, you know, 24 points against green Bay. And suddenly it's, it's, it's too late, even with the greatness they have in offense. Yeah, no, that's an entirely valid point, and that is true. If they ever got down, if they ever got down in the nearing halftime, well, I don't know. That's so much game left. But if at any point in the second quarter, if they're down by two possessions, I would against either of those two teams, I would say it's almost as 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 good as over. I mean, of course, weird stuff can happen, but I think that's true. I'm, yeah, I, I just think if they win, that well, hot sports take. If I they would, win, I they're not going to get down. Yeah, I I just think like being down, you know, 24 against a Houston team that, you know, has a terrible coach and the defense sucks and whatever you can, not that you ever want to be in that spot. Cause obviously you don't, but like you can almost get away with it. You're not getting away with it against Buffalo. You're not getting away with it against green Bay. You might not even get away with it against Tennessee, you know, but you can do it to Houston. You can do it. You know, you can do 10 points in Tennessee. So I just feel like it's a little bit different than last year. No, I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. All right, so I have Kansas City winning it all. You have the Packers winning it all. Big surprise. Um, I don't know, unless you have anything else, I think that's that's about it. That's all I got for you. Yeah, I think that's it. We went through, what did we just do, like three hours? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically three hours. That's all right. That's fun. Time flies. Hell yeah. The playoffs, we were pretty much in lockstep there for a while. Like we, we're not, We're really not that far off. Yeah, I was afraid that we were going to be completely different. And then, you know, when I make the graphics, I'm going to have to, you know, ugh. get crazy. Yeah, yeah. We only disagreed on like th- three, two or three. Yeah, a couple games. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 
I don't know. I, I think it's easy. I think it's easy when it's clear cut. And again, we'll see. We're probably, we will probably be wrong on a lot of these picks. But, you know, when it's so clear cut, which teams are contenders and which teams just kind of made the playoffs, kind of makes it easy, you know, sitting here on January f- uh, 4th to you know pontificate on what's going to happen. Yeah, completely agree. All right, man. Well, hopefully we can get you on the show at, at some point, uh, you know, with, with smaller inter- intervals than three months. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was fun. And, uh, you know, again, three hours flew by like nothing. Cause you know, that's just what happens when you put the mailman and the hound dog in the same recording studio. I mean, this is just, that's, that's, you know, one of the, one of the laws of thermodynamics, everybody knows it. Endless content. That's right. And Hey, even if we could do upcoming, we could do like wildcard weekend reactions or something like that. Like just maybe a quick hour or something. I think that'd be fun. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the thing we always say. We got to do this more frequently. It's a quick hour and then it's four hours and then, yeah. Yeah. I think, so I, I think, I think we should make a pact that we should do this more often than three months, but let's not do a three hour show every single time we do it. Cause that's, you know, it's a whole ordeal. Maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit more of a tighter schedule and then more often would be fine. But yeah, yeah, you you know what? I would stuff on the playoffs would be awesome. 100%. 100%. You know what we should do? We, huh. we we should do a show each week of the playoffs, but it, it would kind of be like TV. Like we set a timer and like we have until that time and maybe we'll add five minutes or a couple minutes at the end of the timer just to, you know, really wrap up in case there was anything super important. But, you know, so that way we got to get to, you know, there's no fluff. We got to get to what we got to get to. Yeah. All right, man. I'd well, be down uh, with that. That'd be fun. Awesome. Uh, so that's the, uh, the end of our uh, regular season recap and playoff preview. So that's uh, Reagan Hooverman. You can follow him on Twitter at SportsFanHoove. You can follow me on Twitter at Owen Ely MN, North Star Sports on Twitter at North Star MIN. And you got to check out our website at NorthStarSports.media. Reagan checks it every day. We got everything. We got MMA rankings. We got all the shows on there. We got everything. I mean, the main card showdown. We got a tab even for Reagan. Everybody's got their tab. It lets you know their career records against everybody, all their accomplishments. I mean, the, the website's just really coming together, and it's it's just booming. It's absolutely booming. So thanks for tuning in, everybody.